Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. Well, good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Howdy. Good morning. To one decent pastor. We already, it's already in the thing. Yeah. Man. <laughs> we, have, we have a guest. We have a guest. We do. That hasn't been here for a while. That's right. Welcome, Chris. Mr. Comp. Thanks. I can't, I can't see you. Mr. Comp. I know. Well, it's all right. Our Chad buddy likes from being Texas. in the middle. <laughs> I do. I'm good. How are you guys doing? What are you doing out here, Chris? Uh, coming to visit y'all. Okay. Did you hear that? Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah, I'm back where, in where, where, do they, where do they say y'all? Where they y'all, oh, anywhere south of the Mason-Dixon line. Well, y'all no. is singular, no. right, when you're just talking to well, one person. All y'all is when you're talking right. plural. There you okay. go, for sure. Right. Yeah. Good. That, that's well, a good yeah. distinction. Yeah. And well, where exactly is the Mason-Dixon line? Well, I don't know, somewhere between the north and the south. Yeah. So. Is, that, is that the dividing line between the north and the south? Yes. The Mason-Dixon line? Yeah, originally. Okay, that's what I thought. I think. I don't well, know. I've heard of it. I just don't know where it is. I think. I don't know. I have never heard of that. Really? Yeah, but does that surprise you? See, this is why this is why people tune into one decent pastor. Yeah. <laughs> and what's funny is yeah. I'm in Texas and we don't right. we don't count do. ourselves part of the South at all. I'm gonna look at so, um, really? Well we're kind of our own thing. Well, I mean I we could are see how South, Austin but... I could see how people from Austin don't well, count themselves with the rest of the Texas. True, but I'm thinking historically. Yeah, historically we don't really okay. we sided with the South, unfortunately. But Yeah. That was before my time. Yes it was. Yeah. The Mason-Dixon line separating four U.S. states forming a part, part of the borders between Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, and West Virginia. Oh, I may be wrong then. I, I, I would have been way off. I would have thought it was. Like, I've never heard of where y'all live. Still. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's in some old-timey country songs. I've heard the lyrics That's true. before. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, maybe you'll get some right. comments where they'll correct us. Yeah. Help us out. Help us out. It. We'll see. <clears throat> What's yeah. up, Brent? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on building a shed. And, I know you have. And, uh, How you feeling? Realizing that manual labor is something that I'm not very good at anymore. <laughs> Endurance and my legs are beat up. And I, I dropped a tool on my on my shin the other day. And it, it wouldn't uh-huh. be like in the cartoons when somebody hit, hits your head and you get the big bump that, oh, yeah. that comes up. It did that. Yeah. Oh, dude. Monkey on. bump. Yeah, monkey bump. Monkey bump. It went down. But anyway. Have you hammered any of your fingers yet? No, I'm using an air gun. So. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but I haven't shot. I haven't shot yeah, you shot yeah. through your hand yet? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but we're not done. So yeah, there's time. There's yeah. always time. Anyway, that's been that's been exciting. Good. Played a little golf the other day, but not really. Yes, you did. Well, you about nine holes. <laughs> I tried. Of best yeah. ball, it wasn't good. And you you did have one best ball of the group. I did one. Yeah, yeah that's right. You did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Thanks. So that's not bad. <laughs> It wasn't pretty. <laughs> I left there no. thinking, I don't need to ever do this again. Everyone, <laughs> everyone slept their shot on that hole. <laughs> pretty much. And they're like, all right, Prince Paul's about. Let's make him feel good. Yep. Yeah, they were just kicking their balls. They yeah, that's funny. Him. You had yeah. a couple nice little hits. There was that one par three where you just laid that sucker right at the yeah. foot of the green. Like, it was beautiful. Yeah, that's why I keep going back to golf is because I get, like, maybe three good shots around. Yeah. I think that's enough to, like, okay, I can do this again. Yeah. Wait, three out of a hundred and however many shots? Yeah. Mm. Over 18 holes the three, is the, enough. The three good ones I get, like, they're really good. Wow. It's the little things for really Chad. Yeah. Wow. They're, yeah. 
they're really good. Yeah. So, so I came away from that thinking, you know, I need to play golf more. <laughs> yep. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cool, though, because your brother was visiting from That's Texas. That's why we went, yeah. With his son and yes. a friend, and then your dad came out. And, yes. Um, so it was just kind of cool to hang out with And tried family. to hit a couple of balls, which wasn't good Your dad, him. Your he, dad's a G, man. No, no, no. He, he, no, he, he had he, one he, good shot. No, he used to be good, but it's not good that he's still trying to swing because he's physically – like you saw him after he swung that, he took that first shot, <laughs> he and he, he and he he just like he just like put his eyes down and just got to the cart as fast as he could to sit down. I thought I was gonna have to go help him into the cart, man. And it's like, dude, what are you doing right now? Just relax. But he hit the ball better than me by a long shot. So. No, he he connect. He almost played pro baseball, so he knows yeah. how to connect with things. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, that was cool. Yeah. Yep. How'd you do, Chris? I didn't play. <laughs> I'm didn't. down in a hundred degree heat with surrounded by three or four beautiful golf courses, mm-hmm. and I was like, nope. Yep. <laughs> you didn't play, and you did better than me. That's, that's I, well, how bad my score is obviously really low. <laughs> yeah. If you don't start, yeah. that's what my brother did because he's he's from Dallas. Yeah, my brother. So uh, I said it's going to be 87 today, the day we went golfing, and so I'm like, you like, I'm sorry, you know. And he's like, dude, like golf when it's 110 out right. with you know 80 percent humidity and he's like this is great and they did they yeah. were, they thought it was awesome your yeah. brother was like the one real golfer of the group he's pretty good yeah cameron's actually pretty good for how young he is i mean he could connect pretty well but yeah my brother does really good yeah for sure all right what are we doing we're talking about faith this was a question <laughs> you, you were gonna go there and you stopped yourself are you gonna sing george michael i guess it would be nice if yeah. That's a bad song. It is. I don't want to go there. Yeah, we, I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> yes, David, what are we going to talk about? Who? Who? Oh, we can't say who gave us this uh, question. Somebody gave a question. I don't mind. Where does faith come from? My is, son-in-law. Yes. Faith shout out comes, to, shout faith out to comes Jake. from your son-in-law? No, the question. Oh, sorry. He said, hey, it'd be, hey, be cool if you guys talked about uh, where does faith come from. And right on. So we're taking him up on it and talking about it. So, so, so people right. definitely do have different ideas as far as where this comes from. I don't think biblically we can, but there's like people, people have different ideas of faith. We, so we kind of look at everything as God's work when it comes to salvation mm-hmm. a lot of times, but there's this little faith thing that mm-hmm. we think uh, somehow originates within us and that we kind of get to keep to ourselves. And that's really the determining factor then of if you can be saved or not, even though it's a 1% part of, anyway, <laughs> Getting weird. Uh, where do people get the idea that faith comes from us? Let's just say that. Where do people get the idea that faith comes from us? Because mm. I think there's a couple valid reasons. Um, you know, even biblically, not... I would say experientially is, okay. is one. Sure. So, so the way we come to faith, the way we experience it, it seems as though we make a decision and that we we believe sure. this thing. And so, experientially, it, it seems like yes. It's, it's something that we take part in or have a Yeah, the part process seems natural, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like a call and a response that, yeah, you're kind of going into my Well, I, that's one this. answer. Well, like faith, like faith is something in here. It is something inside of us yeah. that, that comes out of us. And so I think it's, it's natural that we would go, oh, it's ours. It's something that we right. generate from within us, and then it comes out of us. So I think that's part of it. But I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but depending on how you define faith depends on where it comes from. So, like if define it, if, if faith is wishful thinking, you are right. If, it, if it's kind of an extreme hope, yes, I got plenty of that. You are not jumping ahead. I, right. I completely uh, didn't even think about that. So, yeah, definition of faith. Yeah. So Hebrews defines faith as is the assurance of things that hope for, and yeah, it's went blank. 
something unseen. What's conviction? The conviction of things unseen, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Right. So, so that doesn't come from within us. But, but if I'm looking at, you know, a circumstance, you know, a loved one has cancer, and I just really hope that they get healed from their cancer. Well, like I can dig down and I can find that, right? Mm-hmm. That I, I can generate that. Mm-hmm. But saving faith in the finished work of Christ—that's that's a gift to us. Yeah. Well, it's different. Yeah. It's even that definition in Hebrews has always been a little unsettling for me because to me it doesn't really tell me what faith is. Mm. Right. So sure. So digging through this um, this last week a little bit, one of the definitions I came on, which is real simple, faith is living personal trust in Christ. Okay. And it, it consists of several things, but it's, it's that. It's a living personal trust in Christ, the work and the person That's of good. Christ. So. so that's the object of the kind of faith we're talking about, right? Yeah. Because faith is... Uh, the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So, like, I can, I can do that when I go to a restaurant, yeah. right? And like, I order something, and I'm hoping, <laughs> yeah. like, I have yeah. faith that like they stored the food right, and they handled the food sure. right, and they cooked the food right, and you know what I mean, like, sure. right? Um, but yeah, biblically, what we're going to be talking about today is, yeah, as far as salvation goes, as far sure. as what, what the Lord has done. I always, th- I always think one of the reasons why people sometimes can say that faith is from us is even from our Bibles, right? Because you've got a lot of stuff, especially in the Old Testament, where it's, where the, the phrase is like, um, because of your faith, right? right? Like God talking to Abraham or whatever, I will. And so it, it almost seems like, like God's acknowledging many times in our own scriptures by the way that the sentence structure is, that it's something that we have done, right? But I, I again, I, I'm going to go back to, I believe it. What what's being implied there is because faith does originate; it, it doesn't originate; comes out of us. Faith actually resides in us, and I th- I think that's all that's being communicated mm. in those verses right. is that it, this is something that is inside of you. Faith doesn't sit out here. What we have faith in is outside of us, but faith is actually something that is inside of us. Mm. So I think that that's my two cents on why we have scriptures like that. So. Well, right. even the word faith doesn't come up that much in in the Old Testament. Yeah, like it does faith or belief. I mean, believing comes up a lot. Yeah, but often faith is described in um, in more action terms. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. And so God says, and people obey. Yeah, you know. So it might, it's sometimes yeah. it's helpful to think about uh, there, there's there's faith unto salvation, yep. and then there's there's faith after salvation. So. Um, are they kind of, different? Kind of, well, I think they still generate with with God. That's my mm-hmm. you know understanding. But um, when, when there's commands for us to believe and to have faith and to trust and mm-hmm. things like that, um, but but if it wasn't there to begin with, if it wasn't placed there to, to begin with in our in our salvation. Um, I, yeah, I guess we're. Gonna, I don't want to jump ahead either. But well, let's just yeah keep going. Maybe go through Ephesians. Let's just read Ephesians chapter two, um, one eight nine. You can yeah, go. verses eight and nine. Because it's really hard to argue with this. This is kind of just this huge... When it comes to salvation and Christ yep. as an object of our faith, um, this seems to be the greatest clarifying statement <laughs> of insight as far as... And yet it can be argued, so we'll talk about that. So let's just talk through this. I, by the way, I didn't give these guys any questions this week, so we're all just kind of... We're just talking here. Winging it. We're winging mm-hmm. it. We've never done that before. Here. We've never done that ever. before. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> For by grace you have been saved, through faith, 
And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. We'll leave 10 out for now. Uh, all right, go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not ambiguous. So we're talking about, obviously, <laughs> the subject here has to do with salvation and how one is saved, right? Having to do with the components that are necessary for salvation, right? Grace being one of them, faith being another, right? So... Um, Go ahead. Sound like you were going to say. I, I, well, I was going to say that what's argued is uh, when it says, and this is not of yourself. So that word this points back to something. And the, the, the problem, not to get too far no, into it. No, we actually need to the talk The problem about is this. that the word this is, is neuter in the Greek. And so it's not, it's not masculine or feminine. And the two words that, are, that it could be pointing to, grace and faith, are both feminine. So, so it doesn't appear to be pointing to either one real distinctly. It looks like it's pointing to the, to the phrase itself. Saying, so in, in other words, like the whole, the whole package there, by grace you were saved through faith. faith. That is correct. And this, that whole thing, is yep. not of yourself, which right. includes all of the grace isn't of you, yep. the faith isn't of you, the, sa- the salvation is not of you. And, and to me, that's very consistent with what's said next. Yes. So, but some people would argue, no, no, he's saying the grace isn't of you. Yes. The faith definitely is of you. And, and that's people, where this matters. Yeah, right? and, this, and this is where Greek scholars will There's argue. There's different and, interpretations of this verse um, that people have and. And that, it's because of what's at stake. And that's what here. It, it's because of what's at stake <laughs> or, the or what's implied. Right. Yeah. So they'll take the grace and say that's from God, and they'll take the faith and say that's from us. And the this, the pronoun, they will connect to the grace. And you just revealed the whole problem with that. So there's there's genders when it comes to Greek pronouns, right? right? You've got masculine, feminine, neuter, um, and so the the same gender connects to the noun. Whatever the gender of the noun is is what right that that connects from the pronoun so we have feminine grace feminine faith faith we have neuter that in the pronoun which doesn't connect itself to either so what's it doing it's connecting itself to the entire statement all of it right so you're not so are uh, is is that from god being the the grace and the faith yes both (laughs) they're both from god you can't get away from it so yeah and that's just basic you know, Greek. Rules, it's it's weird that it's still argued, though, because again of the implications that are at stake. Here. No, for sure. And if if faith isn't something we create, then salvation is completely of God. Yes. Which I think we like to some degree. Um, I like that because if it's all up to God and not up to me, that means I can't mess it up. Right. I like that part. But then you start to go, well, what about people that aren't yeah. saved? Exactly. Then what does that mean? And and those implications drive people to say, okay, wait a second, faith yep. has to be something sure. that we generate. Exactly. That way, it's an even playing field, and and everybody has a chance to exercise their free will, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So that's where, you know, that's why this debate came up, even in the the conversation my son-in-law was having with some friends. Yeah. Um, you know, they they've talked about this, yep. and and the argument was like, well, no, no, faith comes from us. Yeah. Um, because if it doesn't, you know, yes, we run into some problems. Yeah. I think even yeah. the fact that, that Paul added that second phrase in verse 8 <clears throat> is to actually hit home the fact that like it's all of God and not of us. Because it, it could have easily read, like, for by grace you have been saved through faith, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Like, that would actually be an easier, clearer statement, right? But he actually, like, almost double emphatics it. Like, let me make sure you understand this by adding... Um, by adding, this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. You know what I mean? That, so he's actually like pointing back to it again. Mm-hmm. He says it once and then goes, 
this is God, not you, and right. then goes on to, yep. right? So he's, he wants to make sure, basically, that we know, like, who's who's done everything and who's done yep. nothing. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, even the, the sentence structure there. So, And we get a couple of clues as to why it means this. And, and one is, if you go before this section, it talks about our spiritual condition. We're gonna. Um, we're actually gonna back okay. up after we're done talking about these. Okay. But yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. I mean, there, yeah. that, there's that. So, yeah. so you've got you've got to deal with that. It's already building up, right? And, and then you've yeah. got to deal with the last part of this section that yeah. talks about that there's not going to be any boasting. And so, right, you know. But I, maybe I'm right. jumping ahead. So I'll yeah. let you go. You didn't give me any questions, David. So it's your I, own, no, your own I, dang I screwed fault. up, and I'm not. I'm not going to rebuke you <laughs> for jumping ahead. We're just kind of going to let it all. Okay. Not on fly. tape anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so my next question was, why does Paul want us? so much to understand in this verse why the grace and the faith is not from us, but from him. Like, why is this so important or so emphasized? I think we have to understand who we are as human beings. Mm. And when we back up, we'll, we'll get into that, who we are as human beings. Yeah, we'll back up. And we have to understand who God is in light of who we are, mm-hmm. that, that he, he is gracious and he does love us and he does things for us that we could and would never do for ourselves. There it is, right? Chad. Mm-hmm. There it is, right? <laughs> yes. No, you're absolutely right. And, and if, if you don't understand that, then, then, then you don't understand the gospel. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Brent, you want to jump in on that? Well, I, for me, I, I thought of that Spurgeon quote that I've, I've mentioned several times in the past, but it's, it's, he basically <laughs> said, if there's one thread in my celestial garment that is my doing, just yep. one thread in this garment, the whole thing's going to unravel. Yep. Yep. And, and so this is, to me, um, it's a difficult truth, but it's, it's a glorious truth, because yes. if God did it all, the grace, the faith, the saving, the whole thing, knowing who I am and what I'm capable of <laughs> and what I'm not capable of, if he's done it all... I'm as secure as I can possibly be. Right. right. So, so there's, so there's the component for sure of it needing to be a perfect work in order for it to be a perfect work that is secure. I need to be out, and of it's it. actually right. going to be accomplished. Yeah. It has to be all of Him and none of us. The second part is what it says, the glory part. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So that I mean, Paul actually gives the reason here why God chose to set it up as all Him and none of us, so that. None of us get the bragging rights, right. and that just seems narcissistic. Right. <laughs> that just that just seems a little bit egotistical right. on God's part. Yes, but see, it ain't. No, it ain't. And part of that, I don't. We don't think of Me and God. Because we're talking about this a little. We bit don't last think night. of God as yeah. Trinitarian. I mean, we, we say we believe it, but we don't think of it that way. It's right. not. I mean, first off, He's God, so that erases the whole narcissistic idea anyway. But there's also Father, Son, and Holy Spirit yep. who are concerned about the other person's glory, and we get that. Like you know, we we go to the defense of our wife or a friend or something For like sure. that or a family member. Um, right. We want you know. I mean, we do that all. Somebody puts your kid down. You're like, I'm I'm coming in and doing something about that. Yep. This is the Trinity we're talking about, and it, and it's God Almighty who deserves to be yes. glorified. Yes. So those things erase all. And that. this is so, a yeah. clear statement that Paul's yeah. making that God set it up so that He does get all the credit. Yeah, and He's right for doing so. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. like earlier in the passage, <laughs> Paul says that the God of the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. May give you the spirit of wisdom. That's the Trinity right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Paul's yeah. just constantly driving that home. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So, so let's say God does every single thing at every level when it comes to salvation, but the faith thing is ours. Is that re- is it, would that be cause to boast? I mean, how can Cause, it not? Cause, yeah. Well, because 
No, I, if you're, I, I'm if with you're, you. If you're standing in heaven and somebody comes up to you and says, I how totally did you agree. get here? And you say, well, Christ did a bunch of stuff, and I mustered up yep. enough faith to believe. Yep. Uh, well, how come those guys aren't there? Totally. Well, they right. they didn't muster up enough faith to believe, right. but I was able to. I was right. able to noodle totally. this through, figure this out. I had a good enough heart. I had a good enough intellect. Something that caused this thing in me to go, okay, I, I can believe this. I can get behind this. You have a reason to boast. You totally do. Yeah. The, the reason I'm bringing it up is because people that, that do subscribe to faith being ours and everything else being God's right. also try to maintain that there is no merit, merit or earning or any room to boast in that. That it's like somehow being your faith is like different. Than well, the part of it is that the word work is in there, not by works. And they say, yes. well, faith's not a work. Right. Belief is not a work. Right. And, I, and I understand the argument there. That's, but, that's what the But at the end is. of the day, if you can boast about it. Yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, if you got there and someone was in the, the goat line instead of the sheep line <laughs> <Right>. and going <laughs> like, like, you know, how did you get it? Well, because of my faith. Right. That, yeah. You'd be able to say like that was the only, which means that you merited or earned the difference. Right. between being in that line or that line just just due to your faith. Well, and this is part, part of the so. reason that we, we we care about this so much is that, um, I, I don't know, it's not like just to win an argument or to be right. Um, it's knowing that I would have never been able to do this. I would have never been right. able to come up with faith. I would have never been able to do sure. one thing to save myself, and I know that about me. Right. And so it's you know it's just acknowledging that it's yeah. really all of God. Well, I think the people that, that make that argument are working under the assumption that they're not going to screw it up, but that they're going to get there. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, and, and as you've already pointed out, like if it's up to us, like we're going to screw it up. Yeah. This is the other beautiful thing about it is, sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to let yeah. you go, is the implication of, of just accepting this as a work of God is that if, if every bit of it, 100% at every level is him and not us, then there, then you can actually have security. You actually can mm-hmm. feel right. comfortable and confident that like the work's going to be carried out, performed, completed, finished, yeah. where if you even hold back this one thing, that really brings everything else into question because right. it's necessary and it's from you. Well, so Yeah, and yeah. I think I think you have, almost have to have a different theological system too because the realization, right. we're, we're talking around it just using different language, but the realization that part of that thought process that faith comes from me, that was my choosing, well, then that same person may be saying, well, you know, God sees my heart and, 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 and he weighs me. And, you know, right. So what you're saying then is, is the rest of your sin does not outweigh your little bitty mustard seed mm. of faith. Right. So there's that. Yeah. The other thing is, I think it's really hard for me personally to, to think about faith apart from the way that it's described in the scriptures. Mm. I mean, faith is, is called belief. Faith is called abiding. Faith is called, you know, walking, following Christ in John, which is, yeah. You know, the book of faith, really. Sure. And and if you, you take those synonyms being used over and over again, the two cannot be apart from one another. Right. So it isn't just my mental ascent or my grabbing right. onto a truth. It's it's grabbing onto a truth so much so right. that I walk in a newness of life. Right. And then you have to think about the whole picture of, well, wait, I'm dead. How do I make that choice at the beginning? Of it? <laughs> exactly. Right? Well, yeah. actually, Cause cause we're going to go back that, and read it. He's we're, making that point. He's making the point. Yeah. Here. This is actually kind of his conclusion to right. starting there. But but my faith can't be, <clears throat> oh, well, I had enough to acknowledge that it was real or true. Correct. It has to be so much, though. I, I acknowledge it so much yes. that my life is now transformed. It, well, right. it's, it's I actually believe it. 
and when you actually believe something, yes. it changes everything, yes. right? So your faith is not alone. <clears throat> yep. This is why I don't, I don't know why people have so many problems with James's statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's just simply, it's, it's a Hebrews 11 statement. We already referred to that for the definition of faith. And then what does he do through the rest of that chapter? He goes yeah. through actions. Yeah. That, wow. that which came out, the works that came yeah. out of a result of right. faith, right? Because faith is not alone. So, so, the, so the, modern, the modern paraphrase of James is put up or shut up. Okay. It's like if you say you have faith, but I don't see it coming out of your yeah, life. Sure. You right. know? But right. if your faith is coming out of your life, yeah. you know, yeah. then... Yeah, if it ain't coming out of your life, what does he call them? Like a cloud with no rain? Oh, never mind. That's Jude. Well, that's Jude, but <laughs> right, that's similar. <laughs> similar, yeah. But similar. But I like it. Yeah. 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 All right, let's go back then. We've already given it away, but so so you've got you've got this very this is a refrigerator verse. Most people have this memorized, right? We take comfort in it. Like this is just one of those um, those grand verses uh, for the believer. Um, but part of what will help us further understand how to interpret this is to go ahead and crawl through what leads up to it. So let's go back to what you were just getting to, Chris, and we'll just kind of. Um, just kind of read through it. Just stop. Just put your hand up. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just, just, <laughs> not, not both of them. Okay. Right. Raise, raise the roof, raise baby. The roof over yeah. here. You were dead in the trespasses. So funny this starts this way. You were dead in the trespasses um, and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind. So here we see that what we believe or what we're tied to yeah. or bound to right. dictates what yep. comes out of us, right? Yep. And we're by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Do now we want to go. stop right there? Mm. Now you gotta, that's, <laughs> but I mean, that, God. That's bad, that's bad yeah, news, my fa- That's right? my favorite phrase in the scriptures, but, but God. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a Robert uh, Smith. Why well, I, I wasn't there moment. yet? Do you guys, before but, we get to but God, no, but you guys okay, but, so let's go back to the conversation yeah, we're having. You were yeah. by nature, by nature, by nature, yeah. like the rest of mankind. So you're not unique. So, so you're not everybody. by nature neutral. Correct. You're by nature here. Right. Children of wrath. So that could mean a couple things. One, children upon which wrath will be visited, mm-hmm. or children who by nature are wrathful. You know, like your kids yeah, sure. just yeah, always for sure. biting yeah. and yeah, both. grabbing you. Either way, and it's going. bad. Yeah. 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 Either right. way, Either way coming and going. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Chad. For sure. So in, in that regard, it's like, well, then how would we ever yeah. choose any differently? Yeah. Yeah, sinners yeah. by nature and by choice is kind of the, the condition that we're in. We, we are born into it, and we want, we want it. Even though we think we don't. Well, yeah. but I'm good, and I do nice things, and I'm... But, mm. Well, in, in all the ways that we're described in that condition are, are slaves... Um, dead, yeah. You know, it, it's not bound. Yeah. I mean, it's this thing that you're you're stuck in and can't get out of unless somebody does right. something to change that. And, and well, in Romans, we're not says, talking about mostly dead. No, right? no, no, not mostly. Dead. We're talking they're, they're, about Lazarus' no. death. He, <laughs> right could, on. he couldn't get, get up on his own. <laughs> yeah. Some people say that separation. That when it talks about being dead, that that it, it just means separated from God. But he he's painting a really clear picture here of something yeah. that that you can't ignore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Incapable, unable to affect or change your situation. Yeah. yeah. Because you can't, because you don't want to. Yeah. Well, and Paul yeah. says you're either slaves to sin or slaves so to righteousness. One or the right. Other. So you're so you're not neutral. Yeah, there's no in between. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Agreed. So let's go back to the the very opening line uh in verse one. Mm-hmm. You were dead in trespasses and sins. Like I don't know if you want to describe that or 
I mean, the he's word dead, the dead, word dead, dead is. I don't, and and I, I mean, again, people could just use a cute, you know, just say like, oh, he's using a cute analogy by using dead. Like he doesn't really mean dead, obviously, because we're not physically dead. We are talking <clears throat> spiritually, though, right? I mean, we right. would agree that like we have this spiritual component to us, which is the problem, the issue, you know. And he's saying we're we're dead there. We're not alive. Well, if we think about yeah. it from a physical, you know, kind of, I've heard the analogy of somebody, yes. you know, you, you've fallen off of a out of a ship and you're in the water. And somebody throws you a life preserver, and yeah. by faith you grab that life preserver, yeah. and then and then you know you're saved. Um, but yes. according to what dead means, <laughs> yes, you're not struggling in the water. Dead right. people don't you're, you know, see right? you're, you're floating yeah. face down <laughs> right. in the water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're at the bottom of the you know you're you're, yes. or, you're floating. Yeah. There's no there's yeah. no life to grab. Yeah, a hold dead of people don't so. see or make decisions right. or yeah. have thoughts or <laughs> like right. they're just yeah. all they can do is lay there and be dead. Yeah, yeah. 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 My wife seemed uh, likes to describe it too. She you know, one of our friends who just got married loves, you know, uh, the zombie movies and stuff like that. And it's like the life without Christ is like walking around as zombies. Because mm. here Paul's even saying you you followed, you walked. You know, he's using action words. Right. Yeah. But he's saying you're dead even in your following and in your right. walking. <laughs> yeah. And so you're just walking around like zombies. <laughs> they don't dead. know they're you're dead. The walking yeah. dead, literally. Mm. So I wonder why that's so much in our consciousness, you know, even what we choose to sit and watch. I always think of the sixth sense when he's like, yeah, I see dead people. Dead, they yeah. don't they don't know they're dead. <laughs> you know, they said they're walking around, but they, they don't realize it. That that is yeah. biblical. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got this first section that kind of paints a picture of our condition and who we are by nature. Yes. Right. So we don't learn to be this way or we don't become this way. We are this we way. Don't even we're born this way. this way. Like, like we're this, that this is way. who we are. Yeah. Um, and then we do have the two best words in the entire entirety of Scripture, but God, verse 4, being rich in mercy. So it's funny how it shifts from our part, like what we do, yeah. to now we get to see like what he does, yeah. you know. Uh, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were, there's that word again, dead, in our trespasses, uh, made us alive together with Christ by grace. You have been saved. Mm. Insane. Go, go and um, memorize that. Yeah. <laughs> that whole section right there. Yeah. Um, so, what do we got? Regeneration. We, yep. you, you have basically right. being the born again thing that Jesus talks about with Nicodemus. Regeneration. Yep. This yeah. is this is what it is to be born again. Is God doing something, installing something, imparting something? In us, that's foreign to us. Right. It doesn't right. say that he partnered with us. Right. It says that he did it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, like in John six sixty three, I stumbled over this um, last night or this morning. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. Yeah. 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 Well, even well, in, it, another part of John six where you know Jesus did a miracle, and, and right after his miracle, they're asking him, "Show us a sign." Right? Yeah. He just fed a bunch of people, oh. and like, show us a sign, and then he makes this comment, like. It, the fact that you believe, like it's the work of God yeah. that you believe. Yeah, yeah he feeds he, he feeds the five thousand, right, right? right? And then the next day goes across the water yeah. and they follow him and they're like, Can you do something so that we'll know it's yeah. like, like you're, you're like your right. belly's full, right? Right. What do you think that was? You know? And, and he tells us that it's his work that we believe. Yeah. It's totally. our work. Yeah. His work. Uh do do you guys feel do you first of all, do you believe this for yourselves? That this is what happened? That this is why you have a relationship. There's no other explanation yeah. for me. Did you feel vi- did you feel violated or like a robot because of it? No, I didn't. I didn't. I I probably didn't even realize it until after the fact. Um, Don't totally like you said yeah. earlier. Like it seemed natural, right? Yeah. Like yeah. as the process happened, yeah, it seemed natural. But hindsight is like, oh, yeah. this this is 
like he did this. Like yeah. I, I had no like this wasn't anything I did. This was yeah. something that he fully did. Right. And yet it didn't. It's not like he he tied us up and made us do this thing we didn't want to do. Because that's how people always make it sound. And I'm only bringing that up because of the phrase. Um, even when we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive. He made us alive. He did this thing yeah. to us. I mean, you've got a picture. Of, you can picture Lazarus, uh, somebody who was actually dead, and then he raised yeah. life. Yes. You can also dead, picture. Dead. You can also picture Paul on the road to Damascus. Totally. Same thing happened to him spiritually. Totally. He, right. he was. He was. He was moving one direction against God, an enemy of God, and in a moment right. of time, in an instant, it all changed. He was violated. He. Well, I mean, <laughs> in a way that not 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 that he was he would complain about or right, be right. you know be mad about, but. Everything changed. You yes. know, he was raised in your life. It's, it's like what John 3 tells us yes. when and Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. Unless you're born of the Spirit, born from above, right. you can't even see the kingdom of God. Can't even see it. You know, it's like you don't have eyes to see it. You don't have ears yep. to hear it. And, and that's what the Bible describes our spiritually dead condition. Right. Blind, yeah. dumb, deaf, un, you know, incapable. Unless God puts the defibrillators on you, yeah. yells clear, and, you know, brings you to life, yes. faith can't, it won't occur. But yeah. once he yeah. does that, Boom, yep. the lights come on. You're alive. Yes. You can see, you can hear. Yes. Um, and your life course changes like Paul, which is... Exactly. And know. this is actually everywhere. The idea the idea that... Because some people will say like faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so there's this idea that because of that phrase that if, if you just read your Bible or you sit under a sermon, everybody has the same opportunity to hear that and then do something faith-wise with it. But we see that the, the word of God is a person... <laughs> and that those right. the truths of that person are imparted by the spirit it's everywhere right. in the scriptures i think of i was thinking of like first corinthians chapter 2 right yeah. the natural person does not accept so so that right there tells us like that this has nothing to do with our own ability to hear something and then make right an educated like life altering decision yep. when it comes to the things of God and salvation. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, so na by nature, we don't like it, and we won't accept it, uh, for they are stupid to us. They're folly, right? That was my... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, and, and, and he is not, he is not the natural person able to understand them yeah. because they are spiritually discerned, and I feel like this is what you're talking Absolutely. about. This is what the born-again thing is, is that we need, we need a supernatural act in the condition that we're in, to birth faith inside of us. Yeah, that's the argument. Does faith come, yep. and, then, yes. and then the regeneration happens, yes. or does regeneration have to precede faith? And I think it does. It, yeah. Regeneration yeah. has to precede yeah. faith. That's why it's faith. called right. well, re... And I think, oh, I'm sorry. Pre. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. <laughs> like, uh, if you look at the book of John, and you look at the prophecies of Christ coming, the one of the clear markers was that the blind will see, yeah. that the mute will speak. That the lame will walk, right? There's no no one else recorded that actually caused sight to come back. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's really, really key for us to understand. And John plays with the idea of light and dark all the time. Totally. Yeah. And so when the light comes on, I mean, in the darkness, not even the tiniest bit of of light gets held back. Yeah. Not even the tiniest bit of light. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's really important for us to kind of see it as a big picture and go, oh. That's why I can do. Oh, yeah. right. Um, yes, I'm exercising faith. I'm called to exercise what God has given me. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, so it so it doesn't stop there. That God has made us alive. That He's that He's imposed this thing upon dead people, um, as far as faith or imparted mm -hmm. it to us um, by grace. You have been saved, but also that He has raised us up. Verse six of Ephesians, back into yep. Ephesians two, that He has raised us up 
with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that in the coming ages, uh, he, so then this is about him again. Right. You know, it sounds egotistical. It's all stuff he's doing. Yep. So in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. That's good. Oh, no, it's, just, yeah. it's, 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 it's ridiculous. <clears throat> I always picture it like a God's trophy shelf. You know, um, where, yeah. where there's, you know, it's, how did you get in here? You know, it's like, it was all him. Yep. I mean, they, you know, it's pretty clear. Like you saved that guy, yep. you let that guy in here. Yep. I mean, it's, it's God's like, we're so you're tro- not going to save my faith. No, we're trophies of grace. <laughs> we're trophies of God's grace. Yeah, every yes. one of us. And he, and we're on display because it's clear who gets the yep. credit. It's right. clear who gets, you know, we didn't, yeah. it's all his mercy. How did you get in here? God yeah. made me alive. It's like, wow, God must be <laughs> yeah. measurably rich. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if you're here, right. you know, that's the conclusion you should come to. Yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Yep, right on. All right, anything else right there? So that brings us up to it. It, it. Clearly, Paul starts with our natural condition and where we're at, and then the thing that God did imparted to us in our natural, desperate, horrible condition to make us alive, and then it rolls into AIDS. For by grace. This yeah. is the conclusion of everything right. that we've just read. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and both of those are the this, mm-hmm. like we already talked about. This is not your own doing. It's the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Uh, do we just finish it with 10? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, you got to well, finish it. Yeah. Okay. So that no one may boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared when? Beforehand. That yeah. we should walk in them. And so, like, is that a general statement to you guys? that he's prepared beforehand just for the church, just for people he was saving in general? Or do you guys see that more as individual personal works that he's created? For? Uh, I would say, I would say both and. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think the reason is, I mean, for me, uh, as much teaching as we do, we keep going back to, we're doing pastoral training, you know, all over the place. And all of the curriculum that seems to be given to us starts in Genesis. Mm. And it's such a gracious, wonderful place to start. Cause yeah. we start showing them, Look, everything starts here. It almost sure. starts and ends here, you know, because you are created. Did we ask to be created? No. Boom, there's Adam. There you go. Boom, there's Eve. Right. He didn't even ask for Eve. God did that for right. him. And, um, and obviously he set, up, set about a purpose and set the world spinning, so to speak. Um, so there, in that sense, it's a general thing. Sure. And we're just recovering that now, or he is causing us to recover our original purpose in Christ, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Christ being the new Adam, right? For sure. For um, sure. But then also, it's very personal and specific, right? Because he does have a purpose. You know, each mm-hmm. and every one of us have have a place. Yeah. Very good, Christine. Yeah. Well, you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I try. <clears throat> I try. Sometimes the blind nut gets a squirrel. The blind nut gets a squirrel. Yeah. Ten. Good. You guys have anything <laughs> else for ten? I mean, I just don't know how we can read in any of that, not just 10, but that whole passage and think anything other than, like, God's the benefactor and we're the beneficiary. Yep. I mean, that whole passage, like, we don't, we contribute the problem. Yep. Is all we contribute, and, and he does there everything else. And it's been the plan since beforehand. Yeah. Right? It's not, you know, God's not reactionary, like, oh, dang, send it into the world. I better, <laughs> I better figure right. this out. Right. Right? That, like, there's a plan that's been right. in place since beforehand. Yeah. It's like the old J. Vernon McGee thing, right? I did the sin and God did the saving. 
Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> right, that's exactly. kind of what you, what you see here in Ephesians yeah. chapter two. So, That'd be a good yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. We need it, that. We need that as a door. It's really good because you could just like picture him saying it with right. his accent. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> Southern drawl. And, and, so. and so the, the not, not only that, that God has saved us, like like that would be enough if that yeah. was it, but, but he yeah. didn't just save us. Like right. that passage shows us that he's going to spend eternity right. loving us and being gracious right. to us yeah. and pouring out his riches and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Uh, but not only in eternity, but, but for now, like he's mm-hmm. created good works that we should walk in them. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't just I mean, like. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, no, totally. It, he didn't, it's he not didn't just, just saving. Like, yeah, he didn't just pay off the debt we owed, right. but then he like made a deposit. And like, right. Like he put money right. in the account. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's like it's both. It's taken care of. Yeah. On on both sides of it, yeah. like fully. So. Did, yeah. Don't yeah. you also think? I I love to do this, and I'm reading through this, and I'm wondering if we're trophies of grace. Whose trophy case is it? Mm. And who's who is he showing it off to? And if you really think about it with that analogy, it's like God is doing this for his own glory. No yeah. Yeah. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are delighting in the fact that look what we've done. Yeah. Right. And 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 yeah, we receive the glory for it, but we've included these these are trophies, for right? Sure. In the glory part, mm. right? So you're actually not just sitting up there as if somebody has collected you, like the collector <clears throat> in the right. Marvel's universe, but right. rather somebody who's Rejoicing in you mm-hmm. and the, and receiving the glory at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like kind of weird, but it's yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, no, it's awesome. Are there any other verses that come to mind for you guys? Just ones that are clear um, with stuff when it comes to faith. Where does faith come from? Uh, you have Hebrews twelve, right? He, yeah. he, that he's the author or the founder, depending on your translation, mm-hmm. and the yeah. perfecter of our faith. Like it starts with him right. and it ends with him, for sure. Un- unambiguous, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even even the fact that he's faithful, I think we alluded to this earlier, that because it's of him, like we can be secure, but he, yeah. he is faithful even when we are not faithful. Right. Um, That's what I like yeah. about the, the this part in verse 10. Yeah. The part in verse 10, it, it talks about these works. We're created to do these works that, that we should walk in. Yeah. And it's just interesting that it says that. I mean, it should be our, should, it should be our, yep. our worship. You know, it should be our act of obedience yep. just out of a great, grateful heart for his mercy. Yeah. But it's not dependent on us walking in them. Right. Um, it's dependent on him. Yes. Not dependent on us. And, and I just, I love that that's there. You yeah. Because it's already, <laughs> it's, he's already made it clear uh, two seconds yeah. earlier that it's not by works. No. Right. 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 No. And so we, works we, are important. And yet we, still, we get to have some rad ones to walk in that we otherwise wouldn't have yeah. apart from what he's done yeah. to us. Right. Yeah. Right. God's right. faithfulness is not predicated yeah. upon ours. Yes. Right. He, he is who he is in spite of who we are. Thank God for that. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's good news. I like that. Um, yes. <laughs> Second Peter uh, one and two is kind of interesting. The way that Peter opens that letter, Simon Peter, servant uh, and and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained a faith of equal standing with ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. And it, it's again, a, it's an idea of the, the impartation of the same kind of faith that these guys had, right. and um, it's it's cool that we have that yeah. that same thing. So yeah, and it, but it's God's. It's something He's given to us. So. Right. Yep. And I even think of you, Hebrews 11 talks about that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. And God gives us what we need to please him like, like that. You know, we don't look at that verse and say, oh, I've got to muster up my faith. Like faith is still a gift from God. Right. And so he gives us even, you know, the thing that we need to please him. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Anything else in here? Anything else that needs to be said? You know, I think there's people that trip out on the implications, yes, and and miss it on the the, gl- the glory of the passage. You yes. know, that, that God has been rich in mercy towards us. Um, if you know Christ, if your eyes have been opened and, and you know and, and you've seen it, you know, just 
um, fall on your face before him and, yeah, and gratitude right. and thank him for it, you know, and, and don't trip out on, on all the other stuff. I mean, yeah, there's implications that we got to work through, but that he saved a wretch like me yeah. is, is it's just amazing. Yep. Yeah. So, that the reason that you and I have what we have today right now is, yeah. is a re- only a result of him deciding to do that with me yeah it's pretty mind-blowing i remember yeah. this is why we call it being born again again i remember <laughs> when i first re- accepted this and understood that right. it was yeah. not 99 percent god's yeah. my yep. salvation but 100 percent. i felt like i had been born all like born sure. again all over again like i was cloud nine skipping yeah. around just that he would do that you know what i mean and so yes the implications are still difficult but the glory of that message being communicated that it was all him on me. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Like Trump trumps any implications or mysteries or things that yeah. we might wrestle with about why he does what he does. Yep. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, and just, just learn to trust him, learn to rest in, in, sure. in this good God who's done this and, and trust him with the implications. Yep. For sure. And once you get to that point where you just say, okay, even if these, I don't get these or understand them, I'm willing to trust you. Yeah. And I thank you for loving me. It, it all kind of just settles itself. Yes. It, does. Um, it did with me anyway. And, yeah. And it's such a, you know, Spurgeon talks about how the sovereignty of God is a pillow to lay your head upon. Right on. Yeah. And it really is when you, when you just get to that point where it's it like, is. I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it doesn't it empower your prayers then as well? Yeah. Yeah. You recognize and your evangelism. It's, oh, yeah. your evangelism. It, yeah. it's not based on, did I give them the right, you know, did I take right. the right apologetic or did I say the right words right. or did I, but your prayers are, Lord, you have to open their eyes. Yep. Right. You, you have to do this. Which is funny because we all, we all do We that pray that anyway. way anyway. <laughs> Even those of us who hate we this pray like doctrine. great yeah. Calvinists. Why do you yep. even pray for your son to be saved or your husband to be saved or your mom to be saved? You know, the reason you do is because you know only God can do it. If Certainly. He doesn't do it, it ain't going to happen. Right. Yeah. But He's yeah. working and, and, with and, us. Yeah. And don't you believe that He delights in doing that when oh, we when we pray oh, when absolutely. we pray those prayers for those people that you know we love and that we're worried about? I mean, God delights in yeah, he set in, it up that way. Yeah, he, he yeah. delights in regenerating them, giving them faith, and yep. and letting us watch that transformation take yeah. place the, too. The so. parables in Luke of the of the the sheep who's found. It's actually mm-hmm. the parable of the shepherd. It's not yeah. the sheep, <laughs> no. or the woman who finds the little bitty coin, or yeah. the father who quote unquote finds his son again. I mean, that's a description of God the Father Himself yeah. delighting yeah. in front of the angels. It says for sure when one comes to Him. I mean. Yeah. That's God himself. Yeah, I, I love the, yeah, I love yeah. the one with the woman that lost the coin. Like yeah. she she's she's got plenty more. She's good, but she's turning furniture over. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, like she's going she's to work. She's in the flower and she's the rice. She's going to work. She's going to a lot of trouble. Yep. Are you saying right. God is reckless? You know what, Brent? Whoa, no. whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. And next <laughs> week, tune in next week. Mm, sorry, <laughs> reckless love. In case mm, you didn't get, that. I got a song for that too. Yeah. I'm gonna sing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we good, boys? I think so. All right, yeah. hopefully that. That helped with faith. Again, any questions that you have, even things like this, we love talking about them. But but just meditate on Ephesians chapter 2, yeah. um, especially 8 and 9. Just meditate on it and, and enjoy what it says. Yeah, <laughs> It's an enjoyable text that's life-giving. Um, when you praise out of here. Want to pray, guest? Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, from Paul's prayer, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to your riches, Lord, in glory, that you may grant us to be strengthened with power through your Spirit, so that Christ may truly dwell in our hearts. Lord, this is our prayer, that you would empower us to know you, to love you, to walk in the Spirit. Lord, that you would open eyes and ears of those who have yet to respond to you, 
and that you would draw them to yourself as you have drawn us. Yes. Blessed be your name, Father. In your name, amen. 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 Good to have you, man. Yep. Thanks, man. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, Chris. Chris. Yeah. This little empty microphone needed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, found a stray. Drag him in. So. <laughs> On that note, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to One Decent Pastor. If you'd like more information about the church, go to our website at thedoor3r.org.